Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. Today, we are going to be chatting all about advertising, different forms of advertising. So we're going to kind of hit on a whole whole bunch of them. But welcome, guys. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. How's What's everybody doing today? We've got our coffee. Cheers. Cheers. Coffee. Cheers. Cheers. Soon, these will be Scaling Creative coffee mugs. Yes. I cannot wait. Mm. Um, how do you like to drink your coffee? Super sweet. Yes. Amen. I really Not think I, I, I'm convinced I actually don't like coffee that much. I just like <laughs> the just idea like of it. I like I like a okay. lot of sugar and cream and just the idea of conversation. Like coffee feels like conversation mm. to me. Coffee and conversation. Like everyone that knows me knows whenever I show up anywhere, I always have something in my hand. I think it's just mm-hmm. that. Like It's like a comfort thing. It is mm-hmm. very a comfort thing. Yeah. I do like it, but I mean, I'm actually not that big. Like, I, think I, I just drink like it, it black most of the time uh, or with almond milk. Do it. Oh, it's a little bit of almond milk. It's very dark. Looks like chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. Pablo yes. and I like our coffee nice and sweet. Yeah, that's how we became friends, actually. <laughs> Is it really? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at Starbucks. Hey, man. Like some sweet coffee there. <laughs> I like a little, uh, a little coffee with your creamer there. Yeah. That's, that's how we like it. There you go. First off, how's everybody's weekend? How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Anybody have any exciting things that went down? We put an offer in a house, oh. so we're waiting to hear if it got accepted or not. So that will... That's so exciting. So housing market is crazy. Mm. Yeah. I remember that's a nerve wracking time. It is. It is, yeah. We lost like three houses that we thought were like our house, mm. and then we found the perfect one. Mm-hmm. That's the only comfort I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> if, this, if this one doesn't work, work out, out, there yeah. will be a better one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I have an apartment, so... <laughs> Not in the housing market right now. But. Hey, but you don't have to fix anything. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. You're expensive. Right. When when your roof starts leaking or your basement starts leaking, mm. you don't have to go downstairs and yeah. suck it dry. You just apparently, call your landlord. Apparently my landlord doesn't think so either. Though, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe not. Shout, Shout out, out, Shout out to Charlie. No, just kidding. <laughs> what did you do this what weekend? What did I do Michaela? this weekend? Oh, man. What did I do this weekend? It was a good weekend. I had some time with Malin and friends and went to church that's good so yeah it's good but nothing crazy though it was kind of relaxing sometimes do you like relaxing weekends or do you like busyness mm. well i'm always busy yeah <laughs> i have to force myself to not be busy like i have to force myself to relax mm. but do you like when you actually are relaxed i like my quiet time i like when no yeah. one's around me in the mornings and then i can just like have my me time when you have kids, that quiet time is a whole different. Oh, it's a yeah. whole different perspective. And I mean, you guys know it's how so much rare. my child talks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> she talks a lot. She talks a lot. It's Malin time at all times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, twenty four seven. Yeah, we need to have Malin on the podcast. Jeff. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. She would bring so much, she, so much wisdom. <laughs> she would have place. so many profound thoughts on so many variating yeah. things. Oh man, it would be, be a good conversation. <laughs> how was Soon. your weekend, Pablo? It was good. I have TSA pre now. Oh, look at you, all fancy. Actually, you don't yet. Well, well he just you... went through the process. True, 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 true. I went to the place they where they give me the and say that right. you are yeah. that you are uh, too Irish, right? For TSA pre-check. True, or true, true. They can deny you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? What about Scott's you? good. Scott. Mm, typical family-ish weekend. Mm-hmm. Weekends are hard for me. They're, they're Why hard. are they hard for uh, you? It's just hard to it's hard to disconnect in the midst of how much. This stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to disconnect. It's not necessarily a good thing. It's just, it's hard. But yeah, you can't, if you're someone that always has your mind running, you can't just tell yourself, 
I'm going to relax this weekend and just not think about it. That's not possible. Yeah, it's true. Like people that are like, you need to disconnect more. It's not, it's not physically possible. <laughs> like my brain can't do that. So the only mean, time mine does that is when I work out, mm. which I think is why when I don't work out, I get a little feisty and I never work out. So maybe I should, maybe I should, you think should work that. out. Are you yeah. trying to say something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's trying to say something. Jeez. <laughs> You know I could fire you right now, Michaela. You better watch it. <laughs> no, I actually, I, I did run like twice the last like two weeks. I was gonna say, and and I and okay? I did find that that because I hate it so much, mm-hmm. I actually didn't think about it, other things. Like I was so mad that it was happening <laughs> that that honestly, like I found myself thinking like not thinking as much because right. I was just focused on like this is not super fun for me to run. Like because I was like on the other side of it. Path. Yeah. Like I need to get a treadmill because then when I'm done, I'm just like done. Mm-hmm. I got really tired and I was far away, and mm. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I gotta run home." But I found myself thinking more. Yeah, so that's I, good. I might think that's about good. it. It's good. I think it's tough to disconnect when you love what you do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And when yeah. you're enjoying everything that you're doing. Not that this is like the topic today, but it's just that I think it's so important that like mm-hmm. when you love what you do, mm. it's difficult to disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like people like yeah. say, "Oh, I need a vacation." They probably don't like what they do mostly. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think for you, that's something that I can tell you love. Yeah. What yeah. you're doing here. Yeah, and I'm thankful for that. I like the fact that I dislike vacations just from the standpoint of mm. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I forget who said the quote was like, um, "Live a life that you don't need a vacation from," right, mm-hmm. or something like that. And yeah, it's like that's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So disconnecting to me is like the work. Mm-hmm. The actual work is like not work. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Some deep stuff we're starting that, with that right really, there. Wow, <laughs> yes. we're going deep here. Quick. And now we're talking about advertising. <laughs> <laughs> So on a slightly unrelated topic, let's dive right in. Yeah, the topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did want to just make this more like conversational yeah. so that we, I think sometimes it's too easy to just be business, 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 and a mm-hmm. lot of businesses are, mm-hmm. that I think this is, I find when I podcast, it's it's like therapeutic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you're just talking. Like mm-hmm. yeah. all our phones are on do not disturb right now. Mm-hmm. When does that ever happen? Not often. Like never. Mm-hmm. We're always distracted by something. Yeah, we're always So connected. it's like one of the rare times that I feel like when I yeah. podcast, the world is actually off to a point. Mm-hmm. So I, I like just kind of making it more conversational. And I, because I like when I listen to podcasts and they're that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Because you get to know people. Mm-hmm. So we don't want you to think they're like scaling creative. It was a bunch of people that like, we know what we're doing on things, but we don't want to be like, okay, business, yeah. business, business. We have fun. That's we why, do have fun. We have that's why fun. we're all at a table together. We're not mm-hmm. doing this like... And not enjoying it. So yeah, let's do this. Let's right. do it. Advertising. Advertising. So Scott, I'm going to just kind of throw this, throw this football to you. No. Yes. What's the... I love football. Okay. Football. <laughs> oh, but we can't get into football because we disagree. Oh, boy. oh my things. gosh. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> advertising. Advertising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what type of advertising do you feel like is right or hot right now? The easy answer is social media is a no-brainer that social media is the best way to advertise right now. But I always like to say it's because of the fact that I think that nobody has an unlimited budget in mm-hmm. advertising. Everyone has a budget. Right. And so if I were to tell you you have $100 to spend on food, you're going to try to do everything you can to find the right store and the right place to get the most amount of food for your money. Correct. Advertising should be that way. Mm-hmm. So the reason I think social is so good is not just that everyone's on it, which is why it's so good, but more importantly, it's everyone's on it and it's the cheapest. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable how many people spend so much money on like what used to work. I just, I just can't really comprehend that. So to me, mm-hmm. social is the best because you have the most attention for currently the cheapest price. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they're like, I don't even know why people don't think more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone they look around to is playing on their phones at all times on social media. Right. And they're like, I think people are still watching commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, it just doesn't why make sense do you me. think people are still doing things that don't necessarily work? It's easier. They, it's cause easier. they've always done it. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. The, the older, yeah. Mm-hmm. The older a company mm-hmm. is, the more they make that mistake okay. because mm-hmm. television commercials used to work really well yeah. and radio advertisements used, used to work to. and billboards and, and people that have a lot of money make, I think the most mistakes because mm. they're not paying attention. Correct. There's companies that are spending millions and millions and maybe billions of dollars on advertising and barely anything in like the social realm because mm-hmm. they just, they have so much money that are throwing it around. Right. But most people aren't that way. Most people should be spending but like paying attention to where they're spending money. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to pay attention, you probably should try to see like, where's the most bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. And social, it's not even close, like not even close mm-hmm. for how mm-hmm. much you get. I think people are afraid of change. You yeah. know, I think yeah. they just are afraid of like taking a risk at something new because they've mm-hmm. done it the same way the whole time. And mm-hmm. I think social media is the most personal form of advertising that has ever existed because you are literally Mm -hmm. at someone's fingertips Mm -hmm. at all times Mm -hmm. because where are they at their phones Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i think like uh, marketing before this wasn't even in a personal way like you like people had to be on their couch in front of a tv Mm -hmm. people had to be possibly driving past the billboard right um hopefully they didn't throw out the mail that you sent them like whatever it is like this it's so personal because you're literally entering into someone's life where they literally spend their probably their most time which is on their mm-hmm. phone on their so i think it's such a personal form of advertising and people just aren't i mean people are starting to catch on but it's taking so long for big yeah. companies especially because they've just done it the same way for so long and they feel like it still quote unquote works yeah, yeah. and a lot of times they think it works because they've never tried what actually works mm-hmm. like that's good you could think i don't work out at all but if i did 10 push-ups and I did that every single day, I could be like, hey, I'm actually seeing a little bit of results from that. So mm-hmm. clearly 10 push-ups is what I need. Mm. But like if I mm. did a thousand, I see amazing results. Yeah. The problem is people are like, well, I've always just done 10 push-ups every day yeah. and I've stayed in shape. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but maybe you could do even more. Mm-hmm. And so I think the other mistake people do is they, they'll spend, let's just say, we'll use random numbers. They spend a thousand dollars on a billboard, which would be cheap these days. And then they put $5 on Facebook and they're like, you know what? I just feel like Facebook doesn't get me much. And I'm like, you don't, you didn't even spend remotely. Yeah. Like you barely, barely dip your toes in and then you're going to say it doesn't work. Or more importantly, yeah. you have no idea what an effective ad is. Mm-hmm. So you have no sort of results because your creative mm-hmm. itself is terrible. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect that just because social is underpriced and a great value that you can throw junk up there and get results. Right. Mm-hmm. I think too many people try to make a billboard on social or they try to make yeah. a radio commercial on social. Right. Like, it's a different place. It's a different place. They're also yeah. looking right. at, I think they're looking at the wrong stats too. People are looking at like TV and they're saying like, oh, this is how many people are quote unquote yeah. watching. Right. This is how many cars are passing by on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But like who's right. looking up? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's even driving? Who yeah. right. Who is even like actually watching your commercials? Because what do they do when commercials come on a TV? You go on Instagram. You go on your phone, phone or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so I think that they, they, they look at the wrong stats, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that's the stats that everyone sells them. Yeah. Because that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. They say TV viewership is at an all time high. Mm-hmm. It sure is. 
not commercials. Yeah. Like everyone listening to this podcast <laughs> knows you have not watched something in the last week li- other than maybe sports. Yeah. So other than sports that in terms of people watching it live. Right. It doesn't mean they're watching commercials. It just means that that's probably the mm. only thing people actually watch live. Live, yeah. Everything else is on demand. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it's on demand, you're not watching the commercials. Mm-hmm. No. And the rare times you watch it on an app where it makes you watch the commercials, mm-hmm. you're doing something else. Oh, yeah. You're not actually watching mm-hmm. it. True. And I think that, but all the people that sell those spots, those advertising spots, sell you on like everyone's watching TV more than ever and mm-hmm. everyone's doing this more than ever. And 26 million people drive by this billboard a year. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> They're not looking at your yeah. stuff. So, like, it doesn't, like, but people listen because it's what they've always done. Yeah. The most dangerous thing in business. Mm-hmm. That's the way I've always done it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, there's old, older forms of advertising that aren't working as well and then we have social but you want to make sure that you are targeting the right and putting the right things on social but from just like a kind of a beginner standpoint Mm -hmm. I know that I didn't really even know much about social media advertising Mm -hmm. um so what are kind of some basics for social media platforms and advertising on those so go back for a second where you said what works and what doesn't. I want to make it really, really clear that every form of advertising can work. Works, yeah. And this is not from my mouth. This is from Gary Vee, who's incredible. Underpriced versus overpriced is something mm. that he talks about more than anything. It's underpriced advertising versus overpriced. There are very, very effective... If you have a billboard on a highway and it says food next exit... That's a very good ROI for you. Right. I, I, if I'm hungry, I'll look for a billboard yeah. and I'll stop. Yeah. Billboards can work. Mm-hmm. So can direct mail. If I get, if I'm suddenly in need of an oil change and mm-hmm. a direct mail piece comes up and there's oil change, mm-hmm. it may work. Yeah. It's not about that things don't work. It's about going price. back to what I said about the price. Yeah. Mm. If you don't have an unlimited budget, you mm-hmm. can't do everything. Right. So I think it's really important to realize that there is not like, zero ROI on other forms of advertising. Okay. We just want to preach that you should think more about where you're spending your money. Mm -hmm. And because everyone is not caught up yet with how good social is, Mm -hmm. it's what, you know, everyone considers underpriced, meaning it's cheaper to get more eyeballs. Then everything catches up. The reason billboards are so expensive is because they were really cheap and then they got really expensive because everyone was using them. Eventually Mm -hmm. they'll become super underpriced again because no one will do them. Mm -hmm. And then they're actually going to be a good deal again. Mm. Yeah. Oddly enough. Like right. because you can get people to see your billboard. If it was only like a hundred dollars, I'd run billboards all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just charge too much for it. Right, right. So right. Okay. I think that's the biggest thing. Like I never want people to think that like social media marketing is the only way that you get any business. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't think you have an unlimited budget. So you should be smarter with it. Right. That's the big thing I want right. to make sure people understand. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And um, what was your actual question about that? So <laughs> <laughs> back to the actual question. <laughs> yeah. Like as a business that maybe doesn't know a whole lot about social media advertising, where, where should they start and how do they know, like you said, don't just throw stuff up on social. Um, so what should they be doing? I have one thing to say about that before we dive into that. Be careful where you get your information from Mm -hmm. first. Okay. So you asked if you're new and you're looking, yeah, where do I start? 
you need to know where you're getting your information from because you need to look essentially at someone's credentials before mm-hmm. you, because they'll, they'll say all day that they are a professional mm-hmm. social media marketer, that they have an agency that does these things mm-hmm. when their socials don't even uh, represent that. Yeah. So you need to be careful. I'm not saying that we know everything. We're not saying that. I'm yep. just saying that when you are a business owner and you're saying, I don't know these things and I need right. to hire someone who knows, you have to be careful and check. Yeah. Like, you know, we always say these things like you're not going to ask a parent, a bad parent, how to be for parenting advice yeah. or someone yeah, yeah. who has literally no money. Or right. someone's out of shape, how they work out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. All those things. So yep. that's the first place. Yes. Just be careful you're getting your information from. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I just And right away, share. people will come back to that and say, well, I can't afford Mm. a really good agency, right. which is the truth. You might not be able to afford the best agency, mm-hmm. but you can still do some research of who's best for you in your budget because there will always be an agency in all levels of the, what you can afford, always. Mm-hmm. But understanding the, what they have done makes a big difference, like should be the biggest deciding factor in terms of if you're looking to grow a YouTube channel, don't hire someone that just started YouTube. The biggest mistake we see all the time is people hiring the 22-year-old person right, to run right. their social media. Right. And then they're making a mistake because the person, like you said, mm-hmm. you use social media a ton. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you would have known how to actually market on it. Yeah. No, but you know how many people would have hired you because yeah. you use social media and because you smile? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, and that's what companies do all the time. It's so true. You can't teach from theory. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to look at people who are actually practicing what they preach. Don't be a headline reader. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. What yeah, was Gary, your... Gary always says, Sorry. there's a lot of people that have opinions on Facebook that never actually use it. <laughs> yeah. Like from an ad perspective, there's mm-hmm. people that say, Facebook just doesn't work for my company. My, my people aren't on Facebook, but they never spend any time actually mm-hmm. trying. Or more importantly, they mm-hmm. make that like your people aren't on Facebook, your people aren't on social media. None of your clients, <laughs> none of your customers are on social media, even though everyone, one in every two people in the the world are yeah. on social media. But yours aren't. I yeah. get it. <laughs> Makes sense. Most people who don't know what they're talking about have an opinion. And then the ones yeah. who know what they're talking about yeah. usually don't have an opinion and they call that consulting. Well, so they, they don't. <laughs> yeah. They're so uncomfortable with it that mm-hmm. they'd rather just not even try yep. because they might fail. Yeah. Or, you know, not have it look perfect, which we talked about briefly in our first podcast about Mm -hmm. people sometimes are so afraid to try something because it might not be perfect. But sometimes you just have to try. Yep. Mm -hmm. And even make mistakes. And that's why the great thing about being underpriced like social media Mm -hmm. is that from an ad perspective, you can try all day. Yeah. Because it's so cheap. Right. And just try different things. And then when you see something work, then spend mm-hmm. more money on it. Mm-hmm. But you can try for so cheap. No mm-hmm. one can afford to try to randomly throw a billboard in New York City yeah. and just say, well, let's try if this works. That's too expensive. Yes. You can run $5 on on a po- random post on social, mm-hmm. get a couple hundred eyeballs and just be like, hey, people are engaged. Mm-hmm. Now triple and spend 100 times that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's where I think people just need to not be afraid. Like you said, it's not... Mm-hmm. There's nothing, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Like there's no, but you're afraid if you're too worried about what people are going to think. Yeah. Mm. Or change. Yeah. Or yeah, people are afraid to change. Change. And I mm-hmm. think that's huge is, is that it's change, it's unknown. It, it, and I think with social media, it came from, it was what the kids did. It's mm-hmm. what you're, you know, mm, and it, point. and it's not, and so it's like, it's hard for some people to jump that 
this is what everybody uses and it's so relevant and it came up so fast. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Um, because some of this conversation we wouldn't have 10 years ago even, mm-hmm. and now right. it's very relevant today. And some platforms, we wouldn't be talking about it five mm-hmm. years ago or two years ago, but you know, it's like two years ago, Instagram stories just came into play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that's a really big place to do advertising. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't talk, we wouldn't have been talking about it two years ago because it was just born. I think that's a great point. And I think it's also a point that people always are like, well, should I use Facebook? What if like it doesn't exist in five years? Well, there'll be something else to replace it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't like, you don't have to be Mm -hmm. worried about it. But the people also that make a mistake are the ones that, that say, you know, I don't, I don't like Snapchat. I don't like Facebook or Mm -hmm. I don't like this. It doesn't matter if you like it. If your audience is there, you need to either be on it Mm -hmm. or not complain that you're not getting results. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you like. Mm -hmm. Mindy mentioned that last one about your Mm -hmm. ad logo and your brand and everything Mm -hmm. in general. It's also the same with social. Mm -hmm. Yep. You may hate Snapchat because all the kids, you think they all send naked pictures on it. If your clientele is on Snapchat, you need to figure out how to storytell there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the problem is people just use what they like. Yeah. And then. And what they're comfortable with. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you have to take yourself out of the equation. Yep. And put your target market there and figure out, okay, where is, where are they spending their time? Right. Yep. Or some people are like, I just got comfortable with Facebook. And mm-hmm. now you're telling yeah. me I have to do Instagram too? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's too scary. Yeah. But like, that's the way the world works. Yeah. It's, you, it's, it's fast. Oh, yeah. It's and very it fast. I think the market doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The market's the market. Mm-hmm. And you have to, if you want to be in business, mm-hmm. it's going to have, like, things have to change and move and you have to be able to adapt. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. Yeah. You'll lose. It's like how many of us find out about a new company and we hop on to their Facebook page to mm-hmm. see what they look like mm-hmm. and we judge them by that or by their Instagram account or like, yeah. you know, and what they have posted on it. Right. And if it doesn't look good, then mm-hmm. we don't. We and don't. I don't think enough companies realize how important that is. Oh yeah. Like they don't yeah. realize that like, okay, so they're not a big fan of Instagram, so they're not going to care about it. But that's my platform I yep. love the most. So yep. if I go there and your Instagram's terrible, you may lose all business because I'm thinking, oh, you pay no attention to it. Yep. They're thinking, well, we do everything on our website or on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need to create, if you, if you have a platform, and we'll dive more into this, but if you have an, a platform account on any of those, you better do something on it or mm-hmm. shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I go to a company, it says like the last tweet was 900 days ago. I'm like, <laughs> just close it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If you're not going to use it or mm-hmm. if you don't know how to use it, you're better off having no account than a dormant one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because all it looks like is that like you don't even exist anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like you like it's your tombstone. Mm-hmm. They do that so that they're like, we, oh, yeah, we have Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you follow us. We're <laughs> yeah. on Snapchat. Yeah. And like they For literally what? haven't posted yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like don't. And if you don't know how to use it yet, create and start practicing with it mm-hmm. or do some research before you do and figure out how you're going to storytell. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like follow like if you're in an industry, find what are the top companies in mm-hmm. the industry that are doing those things good. What start following them. Yep. Yes. Educate. When new platforms come out, that's the first thing I do. It's like start, start getting on, start mm-hmm. following people, start mm-hmm. following companies you like, interests that even like not even in your industry, but interests things that you're interested in. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're into audio, like 
follow a lot of audio people. Yep. If you're mm-hmm. into video, follow a lot of video people. If you're interested in makeup, follow makeup companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's whatever you're interested in. And then you'll start educating yourself in a yes. fun way yep. because you're interested in it. So you want to find out about that information. Mm-hmm. And then you'll start figuring out what will work for your company. Right. And the great That's thing great is point. the big, huge companies will always have active social accounts, mm-hmm. which is why they're the biggest company. Mm-hmm. That when you start something new mm-hmm. and you look for the top 10 and see what they're doing, I guarantee they're active. Mm-hmm. That's why they're the top 10. Mm-hmm. Like yes. just go in the app store all the time and look at what apps are starting to just rise. Okay. Hop on them, create an account and just watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to do anything yet. Mm-hmm. Watch what people are doing. Watch what the like the everyday person is doing and then figure out how you can creatively do it. Mm-hmm. There's apps like like TikTok that are essentially like lip singing fun apps for kids that you could be creative with as a industry or someone that sells something to young mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Even if you like you may think, oh, it's lip singing. What could I do with it? Well, it's all it's it's about humanizing your brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you have some fun office assistant yeah. that loves that, she could do great things with TikTok and all it's doing is pushing to your brand. Mm-hmm. The problem is also too many companies and too many bosses are like we we need to stay professional and we need to like I don't want you doing lip singing on tip t- mm-hmm. TikTok. There's a reason that it's growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And to be foolish and say, no, nah, we're going to just stay active on Facebook. But like that's not even your clientele is not even on that right, Facebook right, right, as yeah. the main demographic. So it's important, obviously, even just listening to this conversation so far, it's important to know where your target market is spending their time. The most important. Mm-hmm. Can we dive a little bit into that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the great thing about social is you can target anyone and you know what their demographics, you know where they are based mm-hmm. on demographics. Mm-hmm. It's 35 and 35 and over is currently like a Facebook market. Okay. 18, 20 to 35, 18 to 35 is very Instagram heavy, mm-hmm. but they're also Instagram. Naturally, it always is a progression. It gets older and older because not only did they start on the platform and they get older, but fit parents start getting on a platform and the kids hop yes. to something else. And so yes. the age just keeps changing. Yes. Facebook is by far the oldest, oldest. demographic, mm-hmm. but it's also one of the best to capitalize on because the great thing about 50 year olds and Facebook is they slow, mm-hmm. they really slowly scroll. Yes. So it's very easy to run ads toward them. Yeah. But, and then you have Snapchat, which is extremely popular for younger, younger. kids. And it's one that you should absolutely put a lot of attention into if that's your demographic. Mm-hmm. But if you are like, a company that does auto repair, you might not need to do a lot of Snapchat yeah. because they don't drive. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean you <laughs> doesn't mean you can't. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because there's still something to be said about branding about the mm-hmm. 18 year old eventually when they come up. The problem is because most people don't have a big enough team to actually create stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to be more strategic of mm-hmm. where you are. And then doing a lot on that mm-hmm. is better than trying to say you're on everything, but barely create anything on anything. Exactly. You'd be better off on Instagram and Facebook only if that was your demo okay. and just go hard on that mm-hmm. than saying we're going to create accounts for everything. Mm-hmm. That's but, a great point. But don't actually know how to use it. Okay. All right. So Facebook is older, a little bit older, mm-hmm. the demographic. Instagram, you said 18 to 35. Snapchat is obviously younger. Yeah. I mean, we're all, I'm 34 years old. Women are never, they never talk about their age. So we won't ask, but I'm 33. I'm thir- okay. I'm so I'm 34 years old. I 
love Instagram, yeah. but I still spend time at Facebook. That's mm-hmm. still a demographic that I'm into. I also spend more time on other platforms because I am looking at it from business too. Mm-hmm. But if we look around, like you're in your mid twenties, mm-hmm. Instagram's your probably favorite platform. Like you spend a lot of time in Instagram. For sure. Yeah. And that's the heart of the demo. Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask my niece or even your daughter probably is well aware of like Snapchat and these different things. Not, yeah. not that she My uses it yet. My sister is who's young. She's 24, 20, yeah, 24. She's always on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Always. And she's probably been for a while. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the thing is there are mid 20 people in there because mm-hmm. they've been using it for a while yeah. since they were yeah, younger. Snapchat and Instagram are yep. like her, yep. her thing. Spots. Yeah. And my daughter actually said to my mom, she's like, grandma, only grandparents are on Facebook. Yeah. And here's the thing. <laughs> and is that's, she's yeah. seven. And, yeah. and so then they start using Facebook. I mean, they start using Instagram. They start using Snapchat. And then the kids leave because they yeah. don't want their parents following them. They yeah. don't want their parents following them. Yeah. But there's a huge thing to be said about running ads against kids that are contextual to them mm-hmm. and letting them show their parents mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. YouTube pre-roll ads is a humongous thing right now hmm. because of the fact that kids spend so much time on YouTube and you can run pre-roll ads at mm-hmm. things that they're searching elsewhere for mm-hmm. that I just talked to a friend of mine that was like, have you ever heard of um, – uh, geek, seat geek, and I was like, yeah, I've, I was like, yeah, I've heard of it. They're like, that. what is it? I had never heard of it, so it's a great, a great example. It's a great example. They were like, yeah, have you ever heard of seat geek? I've never used seat geek before. Like, my son brought it to me the other day, and like, we bought all our tickets from an event. I was like, where did your son hear? I knew the answer to this. Where did your son hear about this? He said, well, I was watching my favorite YouTuber, and I saw, and they did like a, a influencer marketing. He said, you know, this video is sponsored by Ski- seat geek, mm-hmm. and I'm like, exactly. Yes. They went after the kids' favorite YouTubers. Yep. So that they would show their parents, because he went to buy tickets like Ticketmaster or something else, and mm-hmm. they was like, "No, no, no, Dad, you got to use SeatGeek and use promo code blah blah blah." This guy, Isn't and that now they use SeatGeek. It's crazy. Yeah. And so, like, pre-roll ads are amazing. Kids mm. on all Snapchat, Instagram, all those are amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone spends time on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, people don't even realize the power of YouTube, like pre-roll ads and mm. using keywords that weren't even searched. And for those that don't know how that system works with pre-roll ads, you buy you buy words essentially that people are searching in like Google mm-hmm. and you can run ads against what they search for, not based on what the video even is. So if you search for like uh, new car dealership mm-hmm. and you're looking on that in Google for a couple of days and you're researching, researching, mm-hmm. and then you look at like the best microphone for podcasts. It still knows what you've been looking for, mm-hmm. and it can run ads on people that are running ads against car dealership mm-hmm. in your area. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the video, but do you think that capitalizes if you were currently looking for that? Yes. Yeah, Unbelievably. Mm-hmm. So and that's a huge thing, and, and that's not even as cheap because it is so effective. They're actually catching up a lot with how expensive like Google AdWords used to be super cheap. Now it's now a lot of money per yeah. click to do it. Mm-hmm. It catches up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not as cheap as it was. But yep. unbelievably effective mm-hmm. YouTube pre-roll ads. So things are always moving. Mm-hmm. Like in business, you are just always going to have to change. And that's something that we have to embrace. Yep. Right. And the mm-hmm. good thing is we love that. Yeah. And if, if you find it's not just a sales pitch for us, if you find an agency that is not afraid of change, mm-hmm. they should be doing the homework for you. Yeah. That when you say what type of ads should I run or where mm-hmm. should I run or what should I create? If the creative agency you're using doesn't have answers to that, they probably don't know what they're doing very much. Yeah. 
because they that that's their job. Yes. Your job as an owner of a car dealership is not to know like necessarily how to storytell on Snapchat mm. or Instagram. Mm-hmm. But don't hire your son because he's twenty and ask him what they should do. Right. Deep in thought there, Pablo. <laughs> yeah. You kind of covered what I was gonna say. No, I think I just think people put money in places that they don't need to. You know, like I think that my dad, my dad's philosophy in life, it's so funny. He always says every time he's like, yeah, if I don't know how to do something, I just hire somebody who knows what they're doing and let them do it. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always remembered that about him. And he's like kind of funny about it. Like he literally doesn't even like to cut grass. Like I've, I think I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but like, so he just hires someone to do it because he mm-hmm. just, he's like, I don't have time. I don't want to learn. And someone else does it for a living right. and I can help them and help their family. To, you know what I mean? I was like, that's right. interesting. So now like with this, I think people will hire their son just because or whatever because they want to save money or hire someone who's just young because they mm-hmm. they want to save money and I think it's so important that if you really really want to succeed in business you have to put your money in the right place yes. um just like you have maybe inventory for your business or whatever you wouldn't really mess with that you would put the money in the right place I think you need to do that for just like yeah. your online presence as well right mm-hmm. and I think it's that would be important too is like if if you're an older business owner and there's younger employees you have go mm-hmm. talk to them Go talk to them and find out what are they on? What are they doing? What are, what, what, what's catching them on social media? Talk to your kids. What Mm -hmm. are they using? Notice what they're using and be like, you know, it's like, I went to a family reunion and all my cousins were using Marco Polo. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what, well, what's this? And I'm like, and it's like, it's a new platform. So it made me think, well, what is this? And they're all using it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And so, so it's just, it's like you, you just learn and be attentive to that and just to start learning and talking to them about what, what's new and what's out there. Cause that's going to be great education to start with. And then you can take it to your marketing agency and like say, Hey, I was talking to this person and yeah. Or run the ads or things that you're creating by your Mm -hmm. target market. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if I don't know how to reach a fifty-year-old woman, why should when I work in creating that ad, mm-hmm. I should run and buy a few. Everyone knows everyone at every age demographic, yeah. right? It's like, like you saying, just try you, it out. You ran wedding videos by your wife, right? Because she's more of the demographic yeah. of what she liked. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what actually impresses me as like a filmmaker or a yeah. business owner. I need to impress the people I'm trying to reach. Mm-hmm. But I love watching. Like literally when I'm with anybody, I just watch with like watch the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was in I was on vacation last year and my wife's eighty seven year old grandparents literally spent five times the amount of time on social media that we did yeah. on Facebook. Yep. And they looked at every single and there goes post. So slow. they watched every video, yeah. every ad. Showed it to people around them. Yeah, they didn't even know they were ads because they just yeah they don't know. But the whole point is like, but there are companies that'll be like, we have a much older demographic. They don't use Facebook. You're out of your mind. Yes, they spend so much time on it. Yes, they do. Yeah, and that's not where they are. Let's run mm. TV commercials. Even they don't watch TV commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be open minded. Oh I yeah, because the average business owner will say to that, "Oh well, you know, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I have a business to run." Then that's exactly what we're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you need to. You need to. This is part yeah. of business now. It's yeah. not yeah. just like, uh, you know, all about like your everyday stuff. This is about like, this is the way business is run nowadays. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're the same people. That's why like I get really frustrated when I see someone like share something like, oh, yeah, another mom and pop shop goes out of business. It's really sad what Amazon's doing. And I'm like, listen, 
it's not Amazon's fault that they were smart and used underpriced advertising with Google AdSense and built their business from underpriced, underpriced, underpriced Mm -hmm. and spent millions and now Mm -hmm. we're crushing people. Mm -hmm. It's the mom and pop shop fault that they didn't do things differently. Mm -hmm. That when they realized people were putting them out of business, they didn't adapt. Yeah. Then they went out of business and wanted to feel remorse of like, Amazon put us out of business. Now you put yourself out of business (laughs) by not paying attention to what was happening in the world. Mm -hmm. Facebook and all these things didn't just, they didn't just show up yesterday. Correct. They've been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're going to keep getting bigger and then something else is going to get bigger. So social media is like Gary says all the time is really the slang term for just the internet in general. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. internet is social media is, is everything. Mm -hmm. And you will be out of business in five or 10 years. Mm -hmm. If you keep doing what you always did. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there's no doubt that Amazon is putting a lot of people out of business, but it's because of convenience. And if you even have a chance of getting people to come into your place, Mm -hmm. you better focus on customer service and focus on social media even more than them and figure out how you can sell everything online so you can close down all your stores Mm -hmm. so you can also just purchase what you do well online. Mm -hmm. Because Amazon's putting people out of business because they were smart. Yeah. Toys R Us went out of business because they weren't. <laughs> and they decided that yeah. they didn't think people would buy toys online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask them how that's going now. Mm-hmm. Net- yeah. Blockbuster said Netflix was a nuisance. Yep. And, they were then, and that they stood no chance. <laughs> Ask Blockbuster how they're doing now. <laughs> they have one store left in America in a very, very small town that has no, barely any internet. And they're still, that's, they have one store left. And that's that store is only because market. I think the person is, yeah, they're talking about people that don't have the internet. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. a great target market. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. all those companies mm-hmm. thought that what they had was good enough to mm-hmm. last forever. Now they have no business. Yeah. Mm. It's because people know who Amazon is. And like you said in the last podcast, like if people don't know that you exist, like you don't have a business. Yep. And so social media and putting yourself out there and, and connecting to your target audience being in front of people more than anybody else is really what's going to keep you relevant. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we've touched on this yet, but it's, it's even because of social media and all this research and knowledge is how much you can target your ad to your Pacific audience. Mm -hmm. And that don't just post a Facebook ad to the entire Facebook universe. Mm -hmm. You can you, if you're that mom and pop shop, you can just target it to your local area. And so mm-hmm. all of your spending dollars and your advertising dollars are going to your Pacific target market, yeah. mm-hmm. age demographic, mm-hmm. location. I mean, yeah. if you're a bakery in Philadelphia, don't advertise to somebody in California. Right. Right. Or just ship. or just let Fiat <laughs> yeah. let Facebook or, like, or choose the thing that says like let Instagram or Facebook decide who it goes to because mm-hmm. what you don't realize is if I did that from scaling creative it would go to a bunch of other filmmakers that run their own businesses because a lot of people follow what we yeah. do just to yes. see what we're doing that'd be a terrible spend correct because I don't really need to run it to people that are also doing the same thing yeah but the other importance of that is because you it is so targeted mm-hmm. you need to create ads that actually are targeted yes mm-hmm. don't target a 25 year old female and run a generic ad that doesn't meet them mm-hmm. yeah and so the honest answer is like you should be able to run an ad to everyone in every five years difference in age, run a different ad to them. Mm-hmm. Most people can't afford to do that. So start more basic. Okay, mm-hmm. well, your demographics, 20 to 40 year olds, start there. Mm-hmm. Can you target a 27 year old who has one child and who makes less than 
this amount of money and target it, then run that because that's even more effective. Yes. Yeah. If you can't do it all, though, at least target somewhere, but make sure you understand how important it is. Mm-hmm. If you're going to target an ad, that the ad actually is targeting it's them. relevant to them. Not now. just yeah. choosing mm-hmm. them as the demographic and running mm-hmm. generic ads. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That it's designed and targeted towards a specific audience. It's yeah. just... It, most companies don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. they know about it yep. as much. Like, I didn't realize how specific that you could get. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like it kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So if you're a business or a company and you don't know that, like educate yourself or hire a creative team mm-hmm. that knows exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, cause time is money. And so if you can have somebody who knows what they're doing for me as a businesswoman, I would just be like, all right, you take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's a smarter way to do it. Most people don't. And I, th- yeah. and I think, you know, what we try to do too, is we really try to educate our clients so that they can do some things on their own. Correct. Because no one ever has a big enough budget to let us or let anybody create every single single thing that comes out of their company. You're never gonna, we want to educate people Mm -hmm. enough though, that, you know, that's why we're doing the podcast. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to bring all your business to us. That's not, we don't care about that, Mm -hmm. but it's important to realize that this stuff is important to know and not just read about and try things on your own. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the the targeting and the contextual stuff is so incredibly important because running ads to certain demographics, those demographics know when you didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. Like those demographics know in Snapchat that you had no clue how to run a Snapchat ad or that you didn't realize that like people are used to seeing a front facing camera and something in Snapchat mm-hmm. that like when you run ads on Snapchat, it should actually look like that. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't look all this overproduced stuff. That's, that's not even in the, the correct format yeah. of the actual screen. If you're making people turn your screen, you're not, you're not native in their platform. So mm-hmm. you stick out like a sore thumb, like mm-hmm. look who clearly doesn't understand how to do this. Yeah. The amount of times yeah. I see Instagram story ads and it's like this tiny little box and like all this text run on top. I'm like, the, the share to Facebook button is not a good one for you. Yeah. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, like share to Instagram from yeah. the other thing. Like, that's not, that doesn't look anything like it. The mm-hmm. stories that get me are the ones that I don't realize it's actually an ad. Yeah. Someone literally is like talking their phone and then it's suddenly like sponsored. I'm like, oh, well done. Yeah. Because it feels like someone, I'm thinking that people just like were actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And stories, your ads show up probably every three or so people that you go through on Instagram, Mm -hmm. scroll through and look at sponsored ads and Mm -hmm. look how many are clearly not done right. Mm -hmm. They're running them and they're letting Facebook just run it to anyone. They own Mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram, obviously, so they can run it simultaneously. Mm -hmm. But they're not paying any attention to just how important it is to look natural. Yes. Like, yeah. and that's huge. Yeah. The best Instagram ads is when I real I suddenly realized it's not one of my friends who just posted right. that, that it's an ad. Yeah, and it I, looks and, like. And, yep. it, and it's caught me so many times and I'm like, wow, that was yep. really good. Yeah. And it makes me want to go back and watch it again because, exactly. one, I'm interested in that. But two, it's just, it was a really good ad. It caught me off guard. I thought it was a friend. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and they probably did a good job of thinking about that and then targeting that demographic. Mm-hmm. And it just, it works. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then when you have an instant swipe up to a place that they can buy it. That's mm-hmm. another big, huge piece. Mm-hmm. What your call to actions are matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it doesn't mean there's the right one for everybody, but like you really should be making the process when they want to buy something, you better make that process as quick as possible. Oh yeah. The mm-hmm. swipe up should go to, it's like, 
add to cart and be done. Not like the front page of your website, which then they need to go to six other pages to hopefully buy what you were trying to sell. Mm -hmm. Go right to the product if you're selling something. Exactly. Like, Too many make, steps. Yes. Like, what, a confused mind does nothing. No. <laughs> right. Less hoops to jump Always think sure. about how many clicks it takes for somebody yep. to get there. Because yep. if it becomes too complicated, you're not going to do it. Correct. Yep. I think too many people are just checking boxes like, oh, yeah, we do stuff on Instagram. We do stuff on Facebook. Yep. And I think like there's, there's so much power in doing things with excellence. Yep. Yeah. And I think that yeah. you need to learn if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it right. Like my mom always said, like, she's like, if you're going to talk, talk well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I remember that. And I think with the business, it's the same thing. You need to learn. And I think it's twofold. I think you need to not only learn mm-hmm. these things to be able to do them like but also I th- like take time to research and learn like we talked about, maybe like learn from other people that are doing right. it. But I think it's also uh, there's a lot of learning and just doing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you need to just like take time to like try different ads or try different posts and, and like just, you know, learning, obviously you'll make mistakes as you go, but that's sometimes the best way to learn as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm running tons of ads right now from Scaling Creative. Number one, to obviously grow the business, but more importantly, because I'm trying all different call to actions with different methods and different things, just so that I have the knowledge of when I want to specifically get an actual ROI on something, right. what works and what doesn't. And I think that too many people don't. They're so scared to just put some money behind something. And organic reach is dead on most platforms. LinkedIn is still really good. But organic reach, and for those that don't know what organic reach means, it means like how many people organically see your post when you just post it without any money mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Organic reach gets less and less because Facebook realized and everyone realized a long time ago, if they showed you everything that showed up on your feed, you would stop looking because there's a lot of nonsense. Yes. So they start showing you less and they show little samples of things when you post it and they see what people do and then they say, hmm, people are engaging with it. Let's show a few more, a few more, and a few more. That's how organic reach works. Organic reach is dying on every platform. So you need to be okay with realizing like you have to spend money to get people to see it. Even though they already mm-hmm. like your page, mm-hmm. Facebook doesn't show them. Yep. And But people will complain that organic reach went down on Facebook, but it's free. Yeah. <laughs> but then they'll run thousands of dollars on billboards, no one sees it, and they're mm-hmm. okay with it. Yeah. Like you you're you're not okay with spending a few dollars to get millions mm-hmm. of eyeballs, but you're completely okay throwing your money in the trash on mm-hmm. other forms. Like and it's not just eyeballs. It's yeah. like targeted <laughs> yeah. eyeballs. Yeah. Like yeah. exactly and the people like, you Facebook want to see. They screwed it. me. They changed their <laughs> they changed their whole algorithm. You're like what? <laughs> Like, it's free. Like, Screw those yeah. people, It's free, and they're giving you all these eyeballs. Yeah. And then yeah. here's a, a really good uh, little tip for people that run that do a lot of stuff on Facebook. Don't spend money on a post that doesn't do good organically because it mm. won't do good with an ad organically Correct. either. Right. People don't realize it. Like they, they, they post something that's terrible, and they're like, ah, we need to get more people to see it. It was terrible. Yeah. That's why no one saw it. Yeah. They showed some people. They all thought it was terrible. They didn't show more. It was terrible free. Where when you get something that has a good organic reach Mm -hmm. and you spend money on that, it's so cheap to get more eyeballs because Mm -hmm. Facebook, you're already saying, they already know, hey, people like this. Mm -hmm. It's worth us putting in front of more eyeballs. Mm -hmm. When something does terrible, Mm -hmm. they don't want to show it. It hurts their ad platform. Right. So the biggest, so you can literally use organic reach as a test trial to a point mm-hmm. for free of what ads you actually should run. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Because if you want to just randomly run a video that's, that's a, an ad, mm-hmm. run it organically, see if anyone pays any attention. Mm-hmm. If they don't, 
It's not going to do good either. Mm. And an ad. Mm-hmm. And then it's free. It's free samples. Yep. Yeah. Like, Plus, if you're just getting started, nobody's watching anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, that's just the great go thing. Go do it. Yeah, the, amount, the <laughs> amount of people that are scared to post something, I'm like, here's the good news. I know you're really concerned about people not liking it. Yeah. The three people that actually see this <laughs> probably won't care. Yeah. So just post more. Just get it going. <laughs> just, yeah, people starting a YouTube channel all the time. What should I start with? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Your, your two views aren't going to matter right now. Yeah. Just post and stop overthinking everything. Right. So when should a company um, either try it on their own and kind of see how it goes? And then when do they know like, okay, I should hire somebody to take this over? Mm. I think if you are getting no results from social media, yeah, you're terrible at it. Okay. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Like yep. Facebook works, Instagram works, Snapchat works, YouTube pre-roll ads work, Google AdSense work, LinkedIn. It all works. Mm. If you're not getting results, your creative is terrible. Got it. Because it absolutely works. But at the end of the day, the creative is the ultimate variable. Mm-hmm. How good that actual piece is mm-hmm. at the end of the day determines whether it actually works so i think you should hire someone when you are actually spending money in these platforms and getting no results okay you shouldn't hire someone if you've or uh, i should say you should hire someone if you've never done it at all too but most people don't you Mm -hmm. most people try something first Mm -hmm. but if you're having no results it's not facebook it's you because it works it works and it's cheap okay I think also getting away from the mindset of trying this thing out is like it should be something that you are starting to do and will do because Mm -hmm. that's the way the world is doing it. So I think people say like, let's give this a shot. Let's try it. And then like that. Mm -hmm. And then like for some reason, it's not what they thought it was or or it's not it doesn't seem to be as good as as they said it was or anything. And then they start to they say, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I don't know. This is this didn't work for us. We're not going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that less trying and more just starting to do and continuing to do it. Yeah, or they try it for too short. Too short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a, a long-term game. Yeah, it's a game. long-term game. Exactly. They, yeah, they for try sure. it for just this quick little, let's try this for a week. And they have like 13 mm-hmm. people that like their page and like, yeah, this didn't work. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't work that quick. Or this one <laughs> ad. <laughs> yeah. One video. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what we love to do. I think that I'm finding success with is like running a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. For mm-hmm. different markets, for different demos, with different call to actions, with different mm-hmm. places it takes them, and then just watch. Yeah. But yeah, you cannot. That is a huge thing. Don't give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It works. Mm-hmm. Just be okay that you can't stop doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people listening now that are probably like, well, what do I post about? You can refer to the last yeah. podcast <laughs> because content. Yeah, yeah, content and it's all about that and just mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, I think is super important. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you just constantly provide value to people, you get a great ROI on anything. Because mm-hmm. people like to be educated. Mm-hmm. They like your post needs to do something for them. Yeah. And the amount of people that say everyone posts just nothing but crap on Facebook, but then they post crap on Facebook, like the same stuff, or they post terrible ads and they're like, ads don't work on Facebook because mm-hmm. you're always selling. Yeah. Like value based. Yeah, all value. And even if you've tried stuff and you've come to and you brought your stuff to a company to actually try, give them the freedom to be creative with mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. because it if you aren't going to let them do change, don't go to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it's no point. It's yep. a waste of your time, it's a waste of their time. Yep. Yeah. So you and it's going to be uncomfortable maybe for you and it might not be the most comfortable, but 
once again, it's going to be change and change is hard and not comfortable. But if you come to a good agency that knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. it they will do a good job for you, but let them do it. Yeah. And you also, if you, if you don't let them do it, you can't say that they didn't get the results. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Because if you still yeah. had your hand in everything and you still needed to make every decision at the end of the day, you didn't give them the chance to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like you almost, need, but it takes humility and takes the, the not caring as much about perfection to be like, you know what? None of this makes sense to me, but that's why I hired you. Do whatever you think we should do. Mm-hmm. Give them some time and then look. But mm-hmm. companies don't like doing that. Yeah. They want to hire and like, but I think we should do. Well, I yeah. thought you didn't know. I know. <laughs> that's why you hired us, right? Yes. Like, and I think that's a great point, Mindy. You have to give people a chance. Yes. Or do sure. not say it was their fault that you felt like you didn't get much for your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I give them a, a chance. I think it's a team effort, though, too. If you're a business owner, you know your industry better than that creative team does. Mm-hmm. So you have to speak into, like, this is what I do. This mm-hmm. is how I do it. This is why I do it, whatever it may be. And then once that, that happens, just get out of the way yep. and yeah. let them create about that industry. And you can kind of go back and forth and work together on that. But I think you can't get into the stuff that you don't know how to right. do. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to let them do their thing. Yeah. yeah. And there's a great, and, and kind of the, the counter of that too, like someone we just recently talked about that was, that even said like, I know this industry so well, which is actually why I want to let you make more decisions. True. Because at the end of the day, like we talked about the previous one, mm-hmm. you know your industry unbelievably well, mm-hmm. but sometimes that can actually be why you don't do good selling. Correct. Because you're making it too technical or mm-hmm. making it too like all the words that make so much sense to you as an engineer, but mm-hmm. everyone else is like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like finding that balance, right? right? Like yeah. 100%. Edu- we, we definitely want to know more about your industry. Yeah. But if your industry actually, if I'm actually the target of your industry mm-hmm. and I know nothing about the industry, mm-hmm. but I'm who you're trying to reach, yep. my opinion should matter more than yours. Yes. Because right. you're trying to reach me. Yeah. You're not trying to reach you. Right. I think so many companies don't know who their target market is, mm-hmm. really. Like you have to study who your target market is, what they're doing, where they're spending their time. Or who like you want how it to they, be. Or who you want it to be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I think a lot of people have older clientele but they want to shift a little bit because you you have to if you want to keep growing and so then you you have to to. (laughs) you need to yeah so you have to shift your attention uh, yeah and and really study people and that's why i think it's it's cool if you don't overthink like oh i don't really have a snapchat audience well they eventually might need your service everyone does get older Mm -hmm. that if you have (laughs) an audience that's 18 to 30 is your target you should start advertising a 13-year-old now hmm. because eventually they're going to be 18. Yeah. And if you're planning on being business more than five years, which hopefully companies don't go in business to exist for two years, yeah. then why are you marketing short-term if you plan to live long-term? Hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I would love to just nonstop be in the face of a 13 to 18-year-old so that when they need my service at 18, mm-hmm. who's the only person that's been with them the entire time? Yeah, they'll think of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, people are just, they get too caught up in their current demo mm-hmm. and not like, okay, great. Your demo is 20 to 40 year olds. Well, or more than that, let's say it's 60 year olds. You're selling life insurance. Your yeah. main demo is, you know, 40 year old, 50 year old. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. But the 20 year old eventually needs it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you doing now to start getting in their head? Yeah. And even educating. to educate them. Yeah. 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 Education the is a huge I even think just when you said that, I, I thought about it would be cool for those types of companies to even 
educate high schoolers on, you know, thinking bigger picture when it comes to finances and learning about that stuff so that when they do get to that age, they'll just think of you. You know how cheap it is to get a life insurance plan at 20? I don't. It's unbelievably cheap (laughs) because you're so low risk. Right. And if you start it really low or start a savings or start whatever, Mm -hmm. do whatever early. Mm Mm-hmm. But people are going after these people when they're like in desperate need of the right. stuff. Right. When it's like, you know, if they knew a long time ago, you probably could have saved them money. And now you're, they're like, you're in for life. Yeah. It's like, just yeah. give me all sorts of ideas right now. I know. I'm about to start doing <laughs> daycare advertisements here. <laughs> people eventually need video production, don't they? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> Last topic on that, because I do think that's, that's important. Because we're, we're working with a client that we're doing something similar to this with. There's a huge... Uh, good connection of running ads to both children mm-hmm. and parents mm-hmm. simultaneously with targeted mm-hmm. things because when you run something to a Snapchat audience just for awareness so that they bring their phone to their parents mm-hmm. and then their parents see ads that also has that same brand that their kid mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's it's money yeah so, so you're don't, saying don't like think running about ads. just your target think yeah. about who actually can get to your target. Okay. Right. If I want to run to, if I want to run ads to a CEO, it may be hard for me to get in, in front of a CEO, mm-hmm. but I can run ads to all his employees mm-hmm. and hope they show the CEO. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. It's like what you were saying about your friend that his son got him yep. to buy tickets. His son that couldn't side, afford the tickets. Yeah. And he couldn't he buy him, but he showed his dad how yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and knew all the yep. information. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's like, that's. And they know that. We didn't even touch on influencer marketing. That should, that will be its own topic. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. that's what YouTube is doing the best. Yes. Not yeah. even pre-roll ads. It's the yep. person that has the audience, mm-hmm. letting them be themselves mm-hmm. and talking about your company mm-hmm. is when you want to talk about underpriced, there is nothing more underpriced than that. Because mm. these people that have massive followings that you want to get in front of mm-hmm. have no clue what they're worth. And so they are so cheap. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of nuggets. Yeah. It's a lot of things happen here. Yeah. 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 It's true. <sighs> well, I feel like we talked about a lot of different things. We did. And yeah, we have. No matter who was listening, I think you could grab something. Yeah. From t- from today, yeah, for there's sure. There's lots. It's. it's, it's there's a lot of stuff like it's overwhelming, but mm-hmm. like you do what you are good at. Hire people that do the other stuff. Yes. Because no one has time. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. got time for that. Nobody <laughs> has to, nobody has time to know everything. Yeah, right? right. Including us. Yeah. Like we know what we know and that's what we do. You know mm-hmm. what you know. Yep. Don't try to do everything. Yep. Thanks I for watching, yeah. listening, whatever you're doing. If you're watching on YouTube. Hello. If you're listening yeah. on the podcast. What's up? If you're listening on the podcast, so podcasts are a unique thing. So if you are listening on the podcast, podcasts are tough because you don't really have like a connection platform. Um, So we really recommend that like whether it's through Twitter, whether it's through Instagram, whether it's through YouTube comments, whatever it is. If you can, we'd love to like hear feedback from you because you can't really comment obviously in your podcast app. That's the unique part about it. So you have to contact us somewhere. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube find us somewhere and just Mm -hmm. we'd love to know like some takeaways linkedin um obviously you're seeing this as well we'd love to know what you think like what topics would you like us to cover what things did you pull out of this that maybe were knowledgeable if you know someone that 
pulled something out of this, share it with somebody. Like mm -hmm. we're all about just trying to come up with more things that would be valuable for you to listen to. So please mm -hmm. comment Absolutely. and let us know. Your feedback is super important to us. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. want to know who's listening and, and like how we can help you um, better. Or if we can like meet with you and just like chat and talk more about this. We love talking about that. That's why we have four people in front of mics. Yeah. So we just love talking to you. So. I need more coffee. Most importantly, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Let's That's go it. get more coffee. Coffee number two. Yeah. Right. Coffee yeah. cup yeah. is empty. Bye, guys.